Hey, my loves. Okay. So, I'm going to give you homework. If you're on, with me on this journey, I'm not so much about the fluffy stuff. Like, I really try to give you resources that are going to help you on this journey. And this is one of them. Okay? I'm going to make sure to put the link to the YouTube video in the description. It's only 10 minutes, but I promise you, I promise you, I promise you as a divine feminine, divine masculine, twin flame, as you're planning for the future, as we're heading towards the dawning of the age of Aquarius and you're figuring out what it means to have a legacy and how to plan and prepare for those type of things, this one is going to be important right um it's called the fourth turning it's actually off of a book but it's only 10 minutes and i always like to do this <laughs> after i start recording i like i like to click on things and then next thing you know i'm i have exited out of things i need to <laughs> um but i'm gonna link the, it's called we are in a fourth turning and what does that mean so i took some notes here but that does not eliminate the fact that you need to listen to it for yourself um, listen to it and it is a video so take the time to look at it and it's going to give you an idea of even who you are and the role that you need to play so let's get into it um, they talk about the author talks about the seven cycles of generations and turnings okay i love that it's a number seven seven is a number of com completion um, and this is interesting because uh, within the last maybe 24 to 48 hours, I've been seeing um, YouTube videos by Billy Carson. I just saw the title, but he talked about it in the workshop that I attended um, earlier this year in January. He's talking about epigenetics, but um, the specialist that he has from based on the title that I saw of his video... <clears throat> was saying that epigenetics can last anywhere from 15 to 20 generations, okay? So I'm, I'm giving you surface information, but, but you're going to see how it makes sense moving forward, I think, um, as you talk about breaking um, generational curses and um, how it means revolution and change moving forward, and which takes me to the next point. So the author says... How history repeats itself, it's every 80 years, okay? So every 80 years, and in those 80 years, he breaks it down into 20-year cycles, which he calls the seculum. And each 20 years, he would consider to be a generation, <laughs> which is kind of funny because I think the generations were much shorter than he wrote the book in 1997. Um... But I think, you know, that's like basically saying a 60-year-old would be a great-grandmother because at that point she would have had her children and her children would have had children. If you're in 2021 listening to, to this, you're probably laughing, especially if you're Generation X, Millennial, or even Gen Z. We're having our children a little bit later and further out. But for the most part, we understand that there's... Um, an 80-year lifespan, the average person lives to about 80 years, and um, it's safe to say that the 20 years are symbolic of seasons, that's how he calls it. So there's the fall, the winter, spring, um, summer, right, That uh, of, of that 80-year cycle. 
Um, okay, so this is the breakdown of the four, and he he talks about what happens in the in the four seculums in the 20-year cycles, and then he goes and he talks about the archetypes that go into those four-year cycles. So I'm going to do the same thing too. So for the first uh, 20-year cycle, it's high upbeat energy. Um, that's when we, we first had the space program. And remember when I talk about some of the, the um, things that will take place in the age of Aquarius, uh, there's even talk about travel to outward space, right? So it's kind of like 80 years ago. Mm, yeah, close to 80 years ago, just shy of 80 years ago. Um, there was talk of the space program. It kind of fell off a little bit, but now we're revisiting it with Tesla and you've been hearing about SpaceX and us wanting to to get back to the moon, right? Um, and during that time, which is fascinating because this is season one, and when you watch the video, it's going to make visual sense for you. I'm a visual person, so I'm going to try to explain as best I can. But this is this is the first 20-year cycle, um, and in that first 20-year cycle, that was when you were able to have a a job and be able to pay for a house. So he, uh, he talks about how you could work at a gas station and own a house. Things don't feel like that right now. And when, when I get to number four, you'll see why. But if we're at number four and these cycles repeat themselves, that means it's, it's a reset. We're going back to one. And so because of all the turmoil and everything that we're going through and the crisis we're going through right now, it's kind of like we're so close to the cusp of resetting, you know, what we earn for our wages and being able to afford housing and those types of things. Sounds like a deep, dark contrast, but but this is, we're talking about history repeating itself. So there's something for you to look forward to, to have hope. The second seculum, the second 20-year cycle is about the awakening and this one, I had so much fun with it in my mind because I know we're talking about the age of Aquarius and that is, has its elements and components of awakening. And if I'm not mistaken, the age of Aquarius itself is anywhere from 1200 to 2000 years. But within that, that uh, 20 year cycle, uh, you have the awakening, which is a passionate era. And um, during that 20 year cycle we had segregate um, segregation was still an issue and that's when we had the social justice movements with um, Martin Luther King we had the women's movements and that's when we had our first Mac computer and isn't it funny we're coming just now coming out of um, everything that's happening with the George Floyd trial and how that hit on a global scale about what human rights are what does justice mean? And um, even heading into the, into the last Olympics for this for this age of Pisces, um, figuring out what it means for Black Lives Matters, right? And will they continue to be discriminated against? Um, as you see, a lot of the trials talking about police brutality and. Um, you hear a lot of conversations going on about is there racism? Is it still happening? What does it look like? Are um, descendants of slaves entitled to reparations? Those conversations, that's the awakening phase, right? So that will happen within the dawning of the age of Aquarius.
Aquarius, within the age of Aquarius. Um, the third sector, the third seculum, <clears throat> is the unraveling and the downcast. So you had the fall of communism, the Los Angeles riots. Um, sorry, got distracted. The Columbine shootings. And it also ended with the financial crisis of 2008. So, um, not the most fun, but as we go into the fourth seculum, the fourth seculum is where we had the crisis and the upheaval. And according to the author, even though he, he had written this book in nine, uh, 1997, it's describing the phase that we're in now. We're in the crisis, we're in the upheaval, we have the pandemic. Um, and at the end of those 80 years is when we've had each of our revolutionary wars, whether it was like the Civil War, Revolutionary War, World War One, World War Two, that type of thing, right? Um, and so because we're in this fourth phase, you and me, under the sound of this voice, the Twin Flames and the Divine Feminines and Masculines on this journey with the mission, it is our turn to save the country. <laughs> so cool. So now let's get into the archetypes of each generation. When, when they talk about archetypes, it's almost like saying um, your sun sign. I'm trying to make it in uh, everyday terms for you, but it's almost like the personality types. Like if you talk about Myers-Briggs, and you have the INTJ, ENTP. Uh, what are the different uh, personality types that are going to come out or going to thrive in these um, eras? It's almost like saying Generation X, Generation Y, Baby Boomers. Those are archetypes, right? And um, so now we, we're going to look at how the archetypes are in each of the generations. So the first archetype is the baby boomer like for me those that's my parents um and the archetype that goes with that one is the prophet and they use bill gates ha 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 and steve jobs but the reason that they're there for profit and i'm gonna take put my own spin on this is that um bill gates predicted the pandemic before it happened sarcastic humor wow he's psychic and guess what he predicted there will be another pandemic you can look this up but bill gates has predicted that there's going to be another pandemic so you prepare for it okay and then the reason that they listed steve jobs jobs as a as a prophet was because he predicted that every household would have its own computer and even to the point where we have our own handheld computer devices <clears throat> So I want you to think of what that means. For me, I kind of, in a sense, identify with the idea of profit. I'm telling you, the age of Aquarius is coming. This is what we need to look for. We're going to have expansion in um, IT, technology, travel, humanitarianism. Um, I think the other thing was like um, dealing with diseases. I've read the list over and over again, but for the sake of this video, let's... Let's go ahead, because I don't know who listens to what, but I'll make it short. Age of Aquarius is traditionally associated with electricity, computers, flight, democracy, freedom, humanitarianism, idealism, modernization, 
astrology, nervous disorders, rebellion, nonconformity, philanthropy, veracity, perseverance, humanity, and irresolution. So in a way, I feel like I am that voice literally in the woods and the wilderness. I don't know that there's anyone else at this time who's kind of just saying, hey, this is where we are. This is where we're going. Get ready for it. And I see the most beautiful unions coming out of this. Um, I see the most healthiest, beautifulest, I, you know, beautiful is my go-to word, starseed babies coming out of this. I see a lot of innovation. I see a, a utopia, as you can see. And, and going back to those seculums, are we going to have moments of crisis and moments where we have a little bit of upheaval? Yes, but it's going to be better than the things that they went to. I mean, remember when they had the Spanish, I think it was the Spanish flu. There was another flu that they had. It was it was similar to what they had now. Like, um, you would be surprised how history repeats itself. But this pandemic situation is not new. Uh, the last time, I, I think it was the Spanish flu, they had them wearing masks. Okay? It's funny. They had them wearing masks and they did the social distancing and everything shut down. And then um, I will probably for myself just want to look back and see how they recuperated, how they came out of that. What did it mean when things opened back up? Because it were repeating the same thing. But I can tell you we're much better off than we were during that last pandemic where we have cell phones. I can work from home and while my computer, we can be interconnected. I can create and have digital files and I can, I can speak to you through a podcast and we have, you know, we've had television, our health for healthcare system for the most part should have been better. We have better cars, you know, better houses. So, um, will we still have little upheavals in the next 20, 30, 60, 70, 80 years? Yes, but our children are going to be that much more better off and advanced, right? Something to look forward to. And that's just me identifying as kind of with the profit phase of it. Um, and I think that even for the divine feminines, masculines, twin flames, if you're in the earlier waves, like we talk about first, second, and third waves and that type of thing, um, you know, you have been the prophet for us. You have set the pace for us. You have opened a path for us. I've, I feel like I could be in the middle. And as we get ready for the 5G version of the twins where everything is faster and quicker and reaches further um we're gonna move into generation two generation x second um generation x which the archetype for that is the awakening so that's where you have elon musk and with that it's you have the archetype of nomad so there was three things that he mentioned gen x the awakening and the nomad so I think awakening you and I, we are already on that path that resonates for us. We're trying to ascend spiritually. But what happens is we are kind of like those um, helium miners where it's just a few of us right now. But when it happens on a wider scale, the awakening will be for your neighbor, for the cashier, for the person down the street, for your coworkers. Right now we're just kind of isolated, but at some point there will be an uh, a, age of awakening 
and rising of consciousness. The, the third archetype for this one was nomad. And in that, um, so that's the year, so the first one is 20, then 40, then 60. So in the 60 year seculum is when um, we're going to be more interested in moving things. And so Elon Musk is already kind of ahead of the game with this. Things that will move us from one thing to another. And in, for us, it means uh, SpaceX. But back then, it was a space program and rockets. So it will be interesting to see what that means. If we're if we're overlapping it with the age of Aquarius starting in 20, 2020, 2024, um, depending on how old you are, we're looking at 60 years out from now. So that'd be what? 2080. Around 2080, a resurgence of that. <clears throat> space exploration and being nomadic and that's going to be happening within the age of Aquarius so talk about amplifying that energy that's going to be stupendous <laughs> okay now we're talking about the fourth seculum the fourth seculum the archetypes that they used to explain that are millennials and the heroes so we are right now in the fourth seculum and with that being said, it's going to be our millennials, and that's why I think it's so important that we cherish and honor the voices of our youth, because it's the millennials that will be the heroes. They are the, oh, you know what? Yeah, 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 okay, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss this, because it's so important. This is the third phase, the millennials. Millennials are um, the third sector, so I apologize. Generation X would be... Um, for the 40-year seculum and that would be so if we're talking about the rockets that would be from 2024 to uh, so that'd be 2060 it'd be 2060 okay 2060 that we're gonna see that um resurgence of of us being nomadic and awakening the third seculum is the millennials and those are the heroes that come out uh, out of the crisis. So right now we're in the in the pandemic, and the same way that it happened back then, the frontline workers, those in the hospitals, and their boots are on the ground, and like even our firefighters and people who are able to do construction and working on the gas lines, the pipelines, on the boats, the cargo ships, and um, really hands-on to mobilize our economy. Those are our heroes. And I love that. I think that's cool. That's our young people. That's today's young people. And when we talk about the fourth um, seculum, you guys, I was I was in such a space. I I realized I had to look and see how much time I have left. Woo! I'd be scaring myself. The fourth seculum is Generation uh, Z. Uh, so that's where we have our star seed babies, the rainbow babies, the indigo babies crystal babies those are our artists and we're not sure yet what will come out of that what the future lies but we know that with that we go right back into a phase of um, having high upbeat energy and going into into the awakening right um, so when, when I talk about the importance of us having element elementary school 
and having a um, conscious school for the star seeds and the ones who are coming up behind us they're going to be able to I think you can think of artistic and consciousness as kind of being hand in hand they could be seen as thinking outside of the box and creative in their approaches and innovative and um, aren't those the things that add to an upbeat uh, uh, economy and to an awakened economy right and and when you talk about the, the gaps it makes sense because generation z is uh let's see if i can look up real quick what the age bracket would be for generation z but when you look at in 20 year segments um what that means when they're going to be 20 and 40 <clears throat> they're going to be adult enough to be in a position where they have um the voices to influence the, the social awakening. Um, I'm overlapping this because I remember that somebody else had said there's we go through phases, and um, when you're in your 30s and 40s is when you're in the warrior, in the warrior phase, <clears throat> and that's when you're wanting to fight for things. Um, you're wanting to fight for a better future for and now if you can tell me my warrior phase I want to fight for a better future for myself and for my children and to make sure that the legacy is important the the phases before that is where the child is learning and accumulating data and learning from mentors and then they go and then they um, step into warrior phase where they um, apply the knowledge and then the um, last generation, um, I don't remember what the phase was because it didn't apply to me. I know I'm being rude, but um, they're ready to retire and to settle down. So that's why you'll see like a lot of our parents that were into civil rights movements. At this point, they're ready to hang their hats up. They want to retire. They want a vacation and relax and enjoy the grandkids. And we don't hold them at fault for that. We just know that they have served their purpose. And now we take on the fight with a new vigor and a new um, new vigor and a new energy, right? <clears throat> Lose my voice a little bit because my third podcast in a, in a day. Um... Yeah, I was looking up Generation Z, and, I, and then I'm going to hop off here because I'm about to run out of time. Anyways, I just wanted to kind of put a an idea of what we're dealing with Generation Z. Generation Z is the newest generation born between 1997 and 2012 and 2015. They are currently between the ages of 6 and 24. That's beautiful energy, you guys. And that's as of January 2021. So yeah, when uh, in the next 20 years, when they're in their 40s, they will be contributing to this high upbeat energy. Um, and they'll get to see the benefits of, of working and being able to afford their homes. I know it sounds like we're in a crisis right now, but remember, this is an expert who's looked at the cycles. And we're just coming out of cycle four and heading back into cycle one. <clears throat> And then when you go into the second seculum, they will be, so 20, 40, like close to 60 when they'll start to see the um, awakening phase. And there's nearly 68 million Generation Z um, population right now. So that's pretty cool. 
Um, looking at the six generations, when we talk about the seven cycles, right? So six generations, we have baby baby boomers, generation Jones. That's the first time I've heard of that. Generation X, we have the Xennials, uh, Millennials, uh, Generation Z, and Generation Alpha. Generation Alpha was born after 2010, 2010. Generation Z ended in 2012. Um, the I generation, Generation Z, was from 1995 to 2012. Generation Alpha um, started in 2013 and ends in 2025. And that's all they have for now. Uh, generation Alpha. Okay, for for those of you who are already moms, um, your youngest would be, these are our children that are one year old to eight years old, our generation alphas. Beautiful energy, absolutely beautiful. So um, I know this has been informative for me. I know that um, this is going to help shape the way I communicate and the way I move forward and the way I plan and I think it's an important part of the spiritual journey so with that being said I'm gonna hop off now I'm gonna charge you with love which is the highest frequency it's right up there with money <laughs> I'm charging you with union with the love of your life okay I want to I want to see those wedding pictures those engagement rings want to hear the stories about the most beautiful unions and the romance and the intimacy and the growth as you go into mission together I am charging you with health I'm charging you with everything that comes with um, being conscious about eating right exercising treating yourself to those beauty rituals so you can live longer, be stronger, to be here for that 20-year uh, seculum and that 40-year seculum and and to, to see this dawning at the age of, of Aquarius and what it means for them to revisit visiting space again. <laughs> I'm charging you with wealth, like I mentioned before, with the highest frequency, the love, there's currency. I, don't, I want us to break free of those negative stigmas that Having money means that you're um, bad or evil, and I want you to be able to enjoy your life life where you can have luxury and travel and be able to provide for the very best for the love of your life and for your children, and so that they can eat the healthy organic food that tends to be expensive, and but to also travel and to know what it means to experience astrocartography and have different experiences that come with that. Um, I want you to be able to afford that SpaceX Tesla rocket ship to Jupiter with your children, right? Um, and that's going to take it's going to take money and currency, and I want you to be blessed with that. I'm going to charge you with prosperity. 
I love the word prosperity more than abundance because you can have abundance of, you know, the good and the bad. But I'm intentional about saying I'm charging with prosperity because prosperity is not just everything that you need, but everything that you want. Everything that you want. Everything from the love, from the romance, from the beautiful children to living your career, to have being fulfilled, to traveling and creating and feeling and tasting different things and just being happy. So I charge you with prosperity and I charge you with black light because black light illuminates the things that are invisible. I talk about how a black light when you go to a hotel room and you turn off all the lights, even with, with the with the lights on, there's things that you can't that you think that you can see but you you don't really know what's there, what lies below the surface. It's unhidden, but it's it's right there. And with the flip of the switch you're left in darkness and you can feel like you see nothing, but when you turn on that that um Black light, now you see the areas that we need to address, the things that we need to look for. What are the fingerprints that we need to wipe down and the little residue that we need to clear up, right? And then when you turn the lights back on, you can have the comfort of knowing that that's been taken care of. And I charge you as being crystals and with radio frequency and all of that. So I'm going to sign off. I love each and every one of you. Until the next podcast.